what you're yelling for Lay back, it's all been done before And if you could only let it be You would say I like you the way you are When we're driving in your car And you're talking to me one-on-one But you become Somebody else, around everyone else You're watching your back like you can't relax You're trying to be cool, you look like a fool to me Tell me, why do you have to go and make things so complicated? I see the way you're acting like somebody else gets me frustrated Life's like this You fall and you crawl and you break And you take what you get And you turn it into Honestly, you promise me I'm never gonna find you fake it No, no, no How are you guys doing? Uh, this is Merle Cross I bring my next episode to you Of my Just a Nobody uh, podcast um, And it is great to be back, you know I'm not back. I mean, back to back means back after another week. Plus, I think about, I had my last episode on Friday, so maybe a week and two days. Uh, come on, it's the pandemic. It's it's 2020. So it doesn't matter, you know, whether you're late by by two days, one day or three days or whatever it is. So how are you doing? For everybody out there who, um, who celebrate uh, uh, the Festival of Lights or Diwali, a very happy Diwali to each one of you uh, who are celebrating, uh, who celebrate uh, this, uh, this festival. Um, Shubh Pavli, that is important because it's the festival of good over evil, light over darkness, you know, like uh, like they say, you know, there's this parable that says that uh, if you have some talents, don't dig it under, uh, don't hide those talents, make it shine, you know, uh, if uh, if you have, uh, if there's light with you, you know, you don't hide it somewhere you kind of shine that light to the world. So that's the festival all about. So just happy Diwali to everybody who's celebrating. Last episode, I know I cribbed a lot about how um, it was like, I cribbed about how we don't have a vaccine yet and I don't know when it's going to happen and things like that. The second thing I cribbed about last episode, my last episode was the election results, you know, that was uh, kind of uh, delayed by so many days, you know, uh, we, usually the U.S. elections, um, usually, uh, or elections anywhere around the world, usually the results come out like next day or late that night. Um, it doesn't really take that time, but of course, agreed, it's a pandemic, it's 2020, so anything's possible, and it was, of course, delayed by a few days. So in my last episode, there was no, there was nothing on a vaccine that is out, there was nothing on the on the US election results, and then in two days, flat, like two to three days, we got news about a new vaccine by uh, Pfizer, and uh, we got news about the election results check it out, man, you know, I was actually waiting last episode, I just delayed my episode because I wanted to talk about the US elections. But I just couldn't wait. And I said, let me just get it out. And then two, three days, you know, it's out. We have a vaccine, which is made by um, which Pfizer says that is 
90% effective. That's what they say. 90 plus, 90 plus percent effective. Um, and uh, uh, where uh, people who, you know, in the testing phase, they showed great results. It's it's like two doses uh, to be taken in a three weeks, uh, three weeks apart. So it's not a one dose thing. So people who hate injections like me, hey, man, you got to take two injections now. Thank God it's not in your bum. It's in your arm. So that's fine. Uh, so as long as, you know, uh, we just get rid, rid of this vaccine. Um, and uh, so that, that's good news, right? It's huge. It's big. It's huge. You know, uh, the only thing is I was just I was just kind of uh, wondering, like, if it's if they're saying it's 90 percent effective, um, you know, you, uh, it gives you protection against the virus. Then what about the 10 percent of the population that is not responding? So one uh, responding to the vaccine. They say that one in nine, uh, one in nine people uh, have shown it to be have shown to respond, uh, you know, wherein um, the, the antibodies, uh, uh, the, 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 the system is able to uh, create an immune system that responds to the virus, which is great. But what about the 10 percent? You know, what what happens? Do the, do that 10 percent of the population that does not respond belong to? to a particular demographic of the population of the world like are they elderly people are they they do do they belong to a particular group do they belong to a particular race do they belong to a particular category age group you know so i would like to know you know uh who are these people who are not responding to the to the to the vaccine or uh the uh you know how uh, who uh who this vaccine is not protecting against the virus so that's what i want to know like who are what who are they like you know what are the demographics of these people which there was i couldn't i couldn't find anything on them about them and then every drug has its side effects so what are the side effects of this vaccine and i would like to know like desperately want to know what what are the side effects of this vaccine is it safe to be given to elderly people that is another thing because they are a huge demographics you know uh they're, they're a huge part of this uh of this world you know elderly people so there's no data on that as well so i have no idea there are a few questions that um that need to be answered which is not in this but at the same time you know um uh, they plan to i think the general population is going to get the vaccine sometime that's what experts say of, of Pfizer or the gov the governments of different parts of the world and WHO they're saying that uh, the vaccine would be available to the general population around April 2021 because the first group of people that they would give it to uh, are basically um, the healthcare workers. But I'm really afraid, you know, healthcare workers are frontline workers, like giving them the first shot. Although, yes, we are, I know the I know the mindset that we are trying to protect them. Um, you know, we're trying to keep them safe because they are the frontline workers. But at the same time, it's a new vaccine, you know. It's complete three-phase uh, uh, trials. There is a fourth phase, you know, which uh, which is also um, left kind of thing. And then, uh, uh, of course, there are no drugs, no vaccine that's 100% effective. But still, you know, kind of thing. Um, healthcare workers get the first shot. I'm just thinking about it like, you know, hey, you know, that's a little scary. Uh, but uh, uh, but everything's not a miracle. Like WHO, the the head has said very clearly that you know we got a vaccine, which is great news. But at the same time, you got to wear your mask. 
you know we have to kind of continue keeping the social distancing cleaning our hands uh till 7 billion of us all over the world you know are vaccinated and the and the and the virus is completely out like you know the pandemic is over till then i think this precautions so i think that looking at that i'm like hey man is it going to be 2021 like the entire 2021 would just go and waiting for a vaccine um and stuff like that i have no idea because that's a little too much it's too long you know we've just been waiting and it's frustrating you know it's having an impact on everybody the old the young school children i don't know what i would do if i had to study at home you know as a as a school kid it's it's something you can't uh, i i don't think you can really study i mean uh, just sitting at home as kids you know all i think it's the social interaction meeting people as a kid that's what teaches you you know uh about life and that is something pulled out uh from kids so i i don't know i really i really can't imagine how those kids are really doing right now you know studying from home but that's the that's the game that's that's the that's what we got to do right and then uh, uh what i was reading about is pfizer is going to produce 1.3 billion uh of these inoculations of these injections uh vaccinations uh every year and uh, 50 million of them would be created by the end of this year and that that would be given to healthcare workers and the frontline workers etc because the most important people which i agree but at the same time you know i'm really afraid because it's a new vaccine and giving it to folks who kind of uh, work so hard on the front lines just really worried you know what if there are side effects uh, which we know nothing about um and then of course you know 1.3 billion uh, vaccines per year is really less for a population of 7 billion all over the world so how about you know pfizer gives uh, outsources not makes it makes it locally and outsources uh, you know gives that vaccine uh production to be made in india uk and other countries even china i don't know whether china wants the vaccine or they have something uh locally i have no idea but you know i think it should also be made uh the same formula or whatever however this vaccine is made it should be given to other countries to really make it locally so that it's easier you know to kind of distribute and make it available to people the populations in the world because china and india together like china has a population of uh 1.3 billion and uh, uh india one almost nearly 1 billion people which constitutes about 28% of the population of the world india and china alone so you know how about giving them an opportunity to locally produce those vaccines you know since uh we have a vaccine they can produce it locally because it's easier um Uh, like this vaccine or uh that is stored at minus 70 degrees centigrade needs deep freeze which is you know while being transported it has to be deep frozen while being transported that minus 70 degrees centigrade so imagine you know if it is only available in one country all over the world and it has to be transported to different nations it's just going to be impossible to be transported because um you know it's expensive to do that it's it 
uh, it can the vaccine survives at it's effective only at minus 70 degrees centigrade that means it needs good transportation equipments you know it has to be in a frozen state always it has to be stored carefully you know there are so so many so much that you have to spend on warehousing and stuff like that so i don't know uh, i mean i feel that every country or countries who are equipped with uh labs and stuff like that production equipments they should be producing it locally and then distributing it locally to the population rather than you know one nation producing it and then distributing it globally you know uh, which is really very difficult because from what i've heard this vaccine is uh, it it is uh, it it of course it's made but at the same time minus 70 degrees centigrade storage and then after thawing it it has to be injected within 5 days into someone if it is not used within 5 days it just gets uh, uh, it becomes ineffective so that means it's an expensive shot right it has to be it has certain requirements you know uh, it's like meat the the minute you put meat out and keep it too long uh thawing then it would just thawing it would just kind of uh it would just kind of uh decay and get spoiled you know same with this um with this vaccine it's pretty expensive man it's, it's the requirements are very uh it's 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 a, it requires a lot of uh you know kind of uh what is it called the uh, care pampering to be able to be effective and creating it in one nation and then distributing around the world just impossible you know i hope something is done to kind of make it easily available to 7 billion people all across the world that's important you know but it's great news it's huge it's huge it's huge it's huge anyways uh since we already have the us election results which is great you know congratulations to president elect joe biden uh for for winning uh, the elections and vice president elect kamala harris for winning the elections now great you know i mean um i didn't have a bet on anybody i mean i didn't have a kind of a whoever wins you know the best as i say the best must always win and um uh joe biden and kamala harris the team got the majority of votes to become literally become the winners of the elections now i was reading a little bit about you know to understand who joe biden is of course you know he's it's too late in his life uh that he to become a president like he's almost 78 years old too really late in life to you know hold a leadership position but at the same time you know i was uh, i came across this letter in 2014 that was written way back in 2014 um he was a vice president that time uh, uh with uh, president obama and i found this wonderful letter that was written in 2014 and i want to read it out you know which kind of changed my entire uh mindset about the guy you know because you can you after you read after the you I read the letter i mean you know i was like i felt all the feels that you really need to feel you know and that makes you say that um uh you know he's a nice guy you know he's he's he thinks about people he can empathize and uh he would really give uh he would really uh, allow people uh the voiceless give them the a voice you know so that's what i would think about the guy because um after reading this letter it really changed my mind i really like it and i want to read it you know he writes it to his staff um uh in 2014 i believe 
and um, the subject says family obligations you know by Pres- Vice President Biden and it's dated uh, November 7 2014 it says to my wonderful staff i would like to take a moment and and make something clear to everybody everyone i do not expect no do i want any of you to miss or sacrifice important family obligations for work family obligations include but are not limited to family birthdays anniversaries weddings any religious ceremonies such as your first com- communions and bar mitzvahs graduations and times of need such as illness or loss in the family this is very important to me in fact i would go so far as to say that if i find out that you are working with me while missing important family responsibilities it will disappoint me greatly this has been an unwritten rule since my days in the senate so uh i just love this letter you know i read this letter and i was like Hey man, this guy is a nice guy because it is important, you know, to be able to value people for their work. Not only them, if you can value their families, oh my god, you're one of the best leaders, you know, that you could ever have. You are really a nice guy. So once I read this letter, I said that this guy is really nice. Although it's very late in his life, I would say, really late in his life to become the leader of the free world you know uh, the president of the united states of america the most powerful you know country in the world um it's too late but he's a nice guy you know that's what i would say um coming to vice president kamala harris what i like about her is she's the first woman to be uh, to be to become a vice president of the united states of america she's first bl- she's the first black person first indian american first asian american to become vp and that's why i appreciate her win you know i love first like literally i really love first like if you um, because first is something that brings about change it's something new it's something new that is introduced and that's why i love first no matter what you know i love how she speaks and what i really also like about her is how she speaks about her mother always every speech not when one of it like now as a senator or whatever you know any any time of life of a life she always brings out her mother how her mother has you know she speaks about her and she talks about how she shaped her you know um another very great positive thing about kamla harris is she's a daughter of immigrant parents both her parents are immigrants so uh, whether it's a mother who came from india whether it's a father who came from jamaica both of them are immigrants both were the, of them were born outside the united states so she's the best person to under, understand immigration she'll be considerate she'll understand won't be rough and tough over immigration and that's another thing that i like about her you know so uh congratulations to both of them um you know for uh, for getting this uh, for becoming the president and the vice president of the united states i believe they believe they begin on january 20th and then i also want to say one thing you know there's a lot happening over the us elections right now uh you know about uh, about how uh, there is a refusal to really accept uh the elections by people who have not voted for them which i understand you know I, i'm sure it is it is a sad feeling you know when you when the person who you uh, believed in doesn't really win i understand that absolutely but at the same time you know it's democ- it's like 
some people win, some people lose. And in a democracy, that's what happens, you know. And democracy is not perfect, you know. You, uh, it's it's just not, it's just not perfect. That's how I would like to end it because. But then there's nothing better than democracy. There's there's no other form of government that is better than democracy that we have as of now. You know, it's the best form of government because people. Anywhere, democracies around the world, like India is the largest democracy in the world as well. One billion people, they all go vote for their government, but still it isn't perfect. You know, there's a lot of problems. There, there are problems that occur, you know, in a democracy. In the United States, there's a lot of refusal to accept the results, you know, which I understand people, you know, they kind of... Uh, um, there are setbacks, but at the same time, it's the only democracy, the only form of government that gives people the power to to select and choose their government. And what's the best part about it is that it changes after a few years. Like in India, it changes after every five years. In the United States, it changes after every four years. Or you can have a re-election or whatever it is. But it changes. You're not stuck with one person forever. You know, so that's the beauty of a democracy. It's still, it's still not perfect, but at the same time, it's the only thing that works as of as of now. Unlike, uh, unlike you know, having a ruler or someone who's the most important person or the winner or you know, a king, a queen, a ruler, a dictator is better than having those kind of people who who are always seated as the leader of that country till they die you know, forever. So it's better than that. Democracy is better than that. So all I want to say is refusing to accept, you know, uh, a democratic process that has just taken place, that is elections, is just very dangerous for democracies all over the world because uh, democracies all around the world, like India and everyone else is watching what's happening in the United States right now, you know, the refusal to accept the elections. And um, uh, people in, in non-democratic worlds, they actually want to become democracies. They want to elect a government. So when they watch this, they're, they're saddened, you know. They're really sad that a uh, democratic country is not accepting the election results. They're really sad because that's what they want. They're yearning to become a democracy. But rulers of non-democratic worlds right, right now are laughing. They're telling their people, see, we told you, democracy doesn't work. They're pointing of fingers at other democracies in the world. See, they're fighting, you know. They're fighting among themselves. See, I told you. So leaders of non-democratic worlds are telling their people, see, I told you, democracy doesn't work, you know. Why, are you, why do you want it? Like Hong Kong wants to be a democracy and their lives are, I mean, they don't really know whether they would be able to, after China has kind of, you know, intervened there. So, People want democracies and when they look at countries, you know, in democratic worlds fighting with each other and refusing to accept election results, they're saddened. They're sad about it. Like, why are you doing this? You know, because we believe we want to get what you already have. Whereas the rulers of the non-democratic world are actually, you know, happy that we are fighting with each other because they don't want a democratic country for themselves. They want to be rulers forever. So, 
you know that's the difference and that's that's what i would like to say you know um you just got to accept it and move on because you're not going to be there forever and that's the beauty of democracy of a democracy not perfect agree it's not perfect but at the same time there's nothing better than that nothing worth it you know as of now and since we're talking about kings and queens since we're talking about kings and queens i came across this um uh this guy uh, i can't call him guy okay he's he's lord lord king cluny okay i have this habit of calling guys whether you're a girl or a guy i call you guys but you can't call this person a guy because he's lord kilcluny that's what he calls himself he has a lord in front of his name and uh, uh and uh, the only lord that i know is lord jesus lord shiva lord vishnu or you know who we refer to uh lord god you know lord god that's the only that's the only god that i know and so i was really desperate to find out now how did this guy kilcluny not not guy sorry not guy lord kilcluny got the lord in front of his name and what i need to do to get that lord you know in front of my name i just was very curious so i kind of uh so i want to know whether it's inherited whether the lord in front of your name is inherited or it's something that is earned because now how did how did i come across lord kilcluny he was making headlines the other days the other day um he's a, he's the he's a member of the lord of a lot of the house or something uh in the united kingdom and why am i uh, how did i come across lord kilcluny is because he was making headlines where he called in one of his tweet he referred to uh vice president elect kamala harris uh as the indian you know the indian uh he didn't refer her to her by her name he just referred to her as the indian and then he apologized because he was forced to apologize but this guy uh, not this guy sorry lord kilcluny uh in 2018 he also referred to another politician another indian another an, another indian politician uh by the name leo varadkar now he is a typical uh, he called him as a typical indian okay typical indian two words to um to address uh, leo varadkar and uh, leo is a politician in um, in ireland so he is a politician in ireland and uh, so uh, even in 2018 when he called this guy this politician um, a typical indian and now currently he just called uh, he referred to uh, vice president kamala harris as the indian folks started getting restless you know they kind of called him out and they uh they said it telling him to kind of apologize it's very racist of what he said yeah sure you know of course he should refer to kamala harris as uh vice president elect kamala harris at least talk uh you know refer to her as a name kamala harris but he referred to her as the indian which is really sad it's dumb actually but people were kind of calling out lord king cluny as uh, as what uh they called him a racist because he said these these things to um uh to whatever you know to the people so i was like he's not a racist i mean how do you categorize that as racist i didn't find it racist racist at all not at all i just found it too dumb like you know for someone to really say something like that come on you know uh, 
you are really dumb, you know. I mean, you are too old, maybe you're too, too j- 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 jaded, or you're too backward, you know, to say stuff like that. Because I don't, but I don't, I don't think whatever he said to to Kamala Harris or Leo Varadkar, you know, by uh, referring to them as the typical Indian or the Indian rather than telling their name, I don't think it's racism because racism, the real meaning of racism is when you oppress someone, you know. That's that's my definition of racism. Being when when someone is subject to you know unjust treatment, control, prolonged cru- cruelty, mental pressure, distress, making someone feel shit about themselves, making them feel really, really low about themselves. That's what racism is all about. And just you know things that happen to Kamala Harris. I mean, the, what the guy, um, not the guy, Lord, sorry, Lord. King Clooney said was just dumb, you know, don't categorize it it as racism because he was talking about people in power, no matter how much he comes of comes of kind of yaps and gives them names or whatever. It's not going to oppress the people he's talking about. No way. They're not going to lose anything, you know, so that's not racism. So let's not mix racism with, uh, you know, with something someone said which is so dumb you know uh racism brings about inequality like you know people not getting a job because of their race people not getting promoted because of their race that is oppression so i don't know why uh people ran behind uh lord king clooney and called him out for being a racist i don't think he's a racist i just think he's dumb yeah and anyways, coming to the word Lord, I was like very keen to know, you know, how did this person, how do people get the Lord? Because I want a Lord in front of my name. So what do I need to do? What are the things that you really need to do become, you know, uh, to be called a Lord? How did Lord kick Clooney, kill Clooney, get the name? Uh, get a lord in front of his name. So I came to know that three ways actually to become, to get a lord in front of your name. So it's not only Lord Jesus, Lord Shiva, Lord Brahma, Lord Allah, Lord God, you know, who uh, gets that lord in front of the name. Even human beings, like normal people, like civilians can get a lord in front of their names. One is uh, wherein uh, they marry a person with the current title. So it is basically inheritance, you know, where you inherit the uh, the title, lord. The second way to get it is where you receive an appointment of the House of Lords, which is nominated by the Prime Minister of UK, and it's confirmed by the Queen. Uh, so, uh, so this is earned. You earn that appointment uh, to the House of Lords, which is a nomination by the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom and confirmed by the Queen. So that's earned. And then you can also buy it. You can buy a lord in front of your name by purchasing a land from a person who is a lord, you know, who is a lord and uh, has uh, the name bestowed upon the new. So whatever name, if you buy a property that is that belongs to a lord, then that uh, name is bestowed upon the new landowner. So that is bought. So you can inherit it. You can earn it or you can buy it. That's what my research has eventually come down to. You know, this is what I found out. So if I, like I, Merle Classel, want to be called as Lord Merle Classel, I need to either marry a person who's a lord with the title Lord. I either 
do something in my uh, in my life that is so great, you know, uh, uh, that makes a difference to the community um, uh, to get uh, such that the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom recognizes it and says, hey, this is something that she really does uh, well and she needs to get a lot in front of her name and then the Queen of England confirms me as a lord, as Lord Merle Classel. Or the third way is where I purchase land from a person who's a lord and then the name gets transferred to me via purchase. So I can inherit it, I can buy I can inherit it, I can earn it, I can buy it. That's what that's what that's how these people get the name Lord. So I don't know how Lord Kill uh Kill Clooney, uh the guy who uh talks a lot about Indians, the Indian, the typical Indian, I don't know how he got the title, whatever it is, but he's a member of the House of Lords, um, which, so maybe it's because, because of his, uh, I don't know, because of his knowledge experience, because uh, the House of Lords um, is a particular place in the United Kingdom, uh, which consists of people chosen for their knowledge and experience in politics and legislation, leaders in business and industry, which are chosen from communities, you know, for making a difference in the communities who could be doctors, actors, athletes, Oscar winners, rabbis. Um, They could be, uh, so they come from various, you know, um, things that they do, big things that they do. Now, the House of Lords, uh, I was just checking who are the members. Like, you know, I've seen that one in five people are women. So the women population is very less. And uh, also ethnic groups are like really small in the House of Lords, which is another which big biggest drawback. Because if you want to be an equal uh, place for everybody, then it should be equal. You know, whether it is women, whether it's gender based or whether it's ethnic groups, there should be equality there as well. So, um so if you want a name, if you want a lot in front of him, and you know what to do, right? I told you three ways. You marry a person with the ti- with a l- title, uh, with a lord title. You either buy a plot or a land that belongs to a uh, uh, to a uh, uh, to a person with the name lord. Or third is you earn it, where you are. You know, you earn it through your experience and knowledge and stuff like that. And then, you know, the Prime Minister of England kind of recognizes you and then you become, you know, you get the title. So there are ways to get it, you know. The only problem is that these guys, uh, uh, the Lords, uh, Lords, House of the Lords, they are forever. They are never elected. They're elected by a special kind of uh, committee or something who sits and elects them. But they're not elected by the people. So um, I don't know about accountability there. Uh, they are there for life. So there's no re-election kind of thing uh, for them. Uh, but when I come across a lot, all I think of is they're too rich, you know, they're too privileged, you know, they are, they're rich, they're privileged. And privilege, I have no problem with richness, you know. I believe that someone is rich, they're rich because they did put some hard work and they've gotten rich you know, which is good. It's good for you, you know. The only problem I have is when people, ordinary, common people, they give rich people um, an extra kind of uh, uh, treatment. They treat them 
different from the rest of the people. That's my problem. I have nothing, no problems with the rich. I love that rich, that when people go from becoming poor to rich, you know, or middle class to rich, it's good. It's, it's a sign of progress. It's a sign of uh, that you have achieved something in life, which is great, which is great. You know, you've earned it. But at the same time, when the common people treat the rich differently, you know, by giving them a little more importance, that's when, you know, the egoistic pride reaches their head and they kind of behave very abrupt. And that's why it's the fault of the common people for treating them different, you know. Just treat them normal and everything be, be okay. Like Einstein once said, and I remember this quote really well, that he said, Einstein said that I speak to everyone in the same way, whether he's a garbage man or the president of the university. So it's the same thing, you know, just treat everybody same. So nobody, uh, nobody has that thing in their head, you know, that I'm the best, you know, I'm the best. I have money, you know, money makes me special. It's a privilege that I have kind of thing. That's what I'm talking about. Mm, ah, I love, I was actually uh, at a store, I was at a store some days back and uh, I came across a song uh, by Sean King, Beautiful Girls. Okay, talking about Sean, I'd already talked about it earlier that if your name, if you spell your name as S-E-A-N, it's not a Sean, according to me, okay? I know Ireland, Irish, that's Sean, but hey man, Aspermer Classo, it's not Sean, it's C-N or whatever, you know, if you're if you're a Sean, you spell it as S H A W N. That's how you spell it. Not S E A N. Okay, coming back to but I love I love Sean Kingston. Okay, I love Sean Kingston. Uh, this was a song, "Beautiful Girls," that was playing at the store, and I was like, "Hey, man!" I got so nostalgic because it had been like a decade since I heard the song. Like you know, this song came up like. It was 15 years back, you know, and I got so nostalgic, like something that you hear when you really like, you know, uh, growing up years and then suddenly it just comes up to your mind. You just tend to get nostalgic. And I was like, I need to listen to the song. I need to hunt down Sean Kingston, who I almost forgot for a decade almost, you know, I found him on Twitter and the guy is not he doesn't have a new album yet, but I would I would like to say it right now that Sean Kingston hey man please 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 have a new album in place because the guy was so good you're really good man the Jamaican twang in the way you sing oh my god I loved it I loved it then I loved it and, and then I just listened to the song I could really sing that entire song without really forgetting the words you know they just stuck in your head because that was the MTV uh, time, you know, wherein these songs keep playing and it kind of gets stuck in your head. So I was like, hey, man, I love this. And Sean Kingston really needs to have uh, a new album. Let me just play a little bit of the song because I really love it. And I'm sure you love it, too. Um, it's very nostalgic. So it's very close to my heart. It's very uh, it's it gives you those feelers, you know, of if you heard it back in 20, 15 years back. It gives you those feels of how uh, about those times, you know, when you listened, who was in your life at that time. It's brilliant. So I'll just play a little bit of the song and then we could talk about it. Damn, all these beautiful girls. 
they only wanna do you dirt. They'll have you suicidal, suicidal when they say it's over. Say Yo, way too beautiful, girl. That's why it'll never work. You have me suicidal, suicidal when you say it's over. Damn all these beautiful girls. They only wanna do you dirt. They'll have you suicidal, suicidal when they say it's Park used to chill after dark. Oh, and you took my heart. That's when we fell apart. Cause we both thought that love lasts forever. Last forever. How beautiful that song is. Yeah, I love that song. I really love it. I mean, it was totally a nostalgic moment, you know. And Sean Kingston, hey man, please have another album. I love that song. I love the 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 twang, you know, the Jamaican kind of uh, uh, w- voice in the song. Uh, like you know, he starts with, "See, it started at the park, used to chill after dark. Oh, when you took my heart, that's when we fell apart. Cause we both thought the love lasts forever, lasts forever." They say we're too young to get ourselves sprung. Oh, we didn't care. We made it very clear. And they also said that we couldn't last together. Last together. See, it's very divine. Girl, you're one of a kind. But you mush up my mind. You ought to get declined. Oh, Lord. My baby is driving me crazy. Your way too beautiful girl That's why it'll never work You have me suicidal Suicidal when you say it's all over Damn all these beautiful girls They only wanna do you dirt They'll have you suicidal Suicidal when they say it's all over man it's like these these words are at your fingertips you know you can't just forget that forever it's like one of the best things about uh this song uh it was like 15 years back and it's just stuck in my head you know that's the beauty of uh, these songs you know where you just can't forget it forever and ever amen forever and ever amen Anyways, I just heard about this good news that uh, McDonald's, I'm thrilled about it. Although I don't eat outside too much and I don't eat a lot of fast food. But hey, man, we do go out and sometimes you have more fast food options and there's no harm in eating fast foods once in a, fast food once in a while. Absolutely not, which I do at least, you know, once in a week or once in a while. That's what I would say. So thrilled about mcdonald's adding its new plant-based burgers uh, and fast foods uh, inclusion i think it's calling that mac plant i believe that's what they're going to call it um so i i think that's really good news because for me if you ask me i've i grew up eating meat like i ate chicken i ate pork i ate beef i i you know i ate a lot of hams and salamis and cocktails 
and um, lamb and stuff like that and suddenly you know uh, four years back i just decided hey man i think it's uh, i should stop eating meat you know for various reasons you know of my what i i basically did it for like you know i said hey man these animals the way they get killed that's really sad you know that's how i took it and i made a decision but believe me you know quitting meat as someone who grew up in meat for someone who's grown up as vegetarian you know it's much easier it's it's like i don't need meat because i didn't grow up eating meat you know but someone like me who ate meat and all types of meats that people eat generally you know for someone like me to give up meat it was a big big decision for me really even today after 4 years i'm still tempted to eat chicken still tempted to eat lamb i still want to eat those salamis and cocktails you know i really want to eat that but i i there's there's a lot of resistance because you don't get those uh, options out there you know i eat fish luckily i eat fish ha, ha, you know for people who really don't even like you know when they say they don't eat meat they even give up fish i don't know what they're doing like it's really hard it's really hard and i like fish so stuck by fish and I'm, i'm very kind of selfish you know in my decisions uh, i think like that but believe me you know for uh, fast food and uh, food stores outside and restaurants etc making plant based burgers available and fast foods or whatever foods available to, for people who really don't consume meat it's a big deal for us you know it's like uh, i go to mcdonald's but i want to eat a burger sometimes you know i ask is there a fish burger no they don't have a fish burger is there a plant based burger they don't have it you just have to eat meat so it's very tempting at the same time you want to resist it and there are no options you know so i think it's a real good thing where meat eaters will not really understand what i'm trying to say but it's a big deal because i've eaten meat while growing up okay i used to eat bone soup and uh stuff like salamis and cocktails and bacons and i ate everything and giving up that for 4 years continuously it's a big deal man you know so when mcdonald's makes an announcement like that you know it's a big deal for people who are quitters who quit meat like recently um for them giving them options to be able to keep up with their uh decisions you know to uh, it's it's very difficult for me be able to keep up with the decision for four years i've kept i never know i may go back to eating meat if i don't have any more options but thank goodness for st- food outlets like this you know who really make it uh, uh give give us an option which is really good um you know i believe mcdonald's has made this move uh due to environmental concerns uh they've said that uh meat consumption of course meat consumption has effects on health it has effects on environment and animal welfare i don't know where the coronavirus came from of course they say it came from a bat but it's not a proven fact yet so meeting eating can be dangerous of course it's uh, dangerous to the environment because uh you have to um you know these uh, you have to take they need a lot of land to be able to uh to be able to take care of these animals you know uh, poultry or uh, or cows etc so it involves a lot of uh, land and cultivation etc so um that's why they say meat consumption is um consumption can reduce the effects on the environment uh and also animal welfare you know that we talk about so um i believe mcdonald's also tested uh the plant based uh, mac plant in canada and they got a real positive response that's why they uh, planned based on that testing 
that they did at uh, in Canada. They're kind of rolling out on the positive effects, uh, po- positive feedback that they got. They're planning to roll out, um, roll out uh, all across the United States as well. I don't know how far they're going to be in India because it, McDonald's is big in India as well, and uh, so I'm sure it's going to be worldwide. But uh, and I hope other stores, other fast food joints, and other food stores, etc., make this an option. You know, a patties that. Uh, that also uh, looks like a chicken burger or looks like meat, but it is not meat, plant-based, you know? Give people, you know, who want to quit eating meat an option. That's all that I'm saying. It's a big deal. I am a quitter. I quit eating meat four years back. Nobody in my family is happy about the decision. They, they're not happy because they don't know what to, what to give me, you know, because we're such meat eaters. Of course, we eat a lot of fish as well. I've kept fish, you know, fish is something that I can't quit. But I'm really happy about McDonald's giving that option, you know, which is great, uh, uh, which is great for people who really want to quit and uh, quit eating meat some in po- some point in time and giving them an option of a plant-based chicken or a plant-based, you know, burger or a plant-based uh, mac- nuggets or whatever, you know, Um so that's a great uh, that's a, that's great news for McDonald's. Anyways, that's all that I had for this week. Thank you so much guys for listening. I really appreciate it. Like I always say, it's very difficult to just stick with someone for 15 minutes. Just hit the play button, listen to someone for 15 minutes. Like why would you? Like why would you listen to me? What am I? Who am I, you know? I'm just a nobody. So uh I really appreciate it for you really to be hitting that play button listening to me. I don't deserve it, you know. But thank you so much. Uh, if you want to write to me, if you want to participate, if you want to be a part of my podcast, please feel free to write to me at justanobodypodcast at gmail.com. I would love to respond to you if it's something related to my podcast, not something out of the blues. Do write to me. I'm on Twitter. My handle is M-E-A-R-L-C-O-L-A-C-O. I would love to receive a DM from you if you are, or maybe just follow me if you find me interesting others don't you know uh thank you so much guys uh, until next time i would definitely do my episode i'll try to keep up with the seven days mark or i may go like one day here and there you know kind of thing come on it's a pandemic it's 2020 you gotta understand it so um but i'll play i want to play uh sean kingston and hey sean kingston if you're listening to, listening to me hey please like Another album, yeah. I we need another album. Hey man, I love you. I mean your song like this beautiful girls is just stuck in my head. I can sing every verse of it, like you know. So I'll end by um uh just I'll just play a little bit of the song and then I'll come back on the other side. Yeah, you go, Sean Kings be- Kingston, beautiful girls. My baby is driving me crazy You're way too beautiful, girl That's why it'll never work You have me suicidal, suicidal When you say it's over Damn, all these beautiful girls They only wanna do you dirt They'll have you suicidal Suicidal when they say it's over
99 watching movies all the time oh and i went away for doing my first crime and i never thought that we was gonna see each other see each other and then i came out mommy moved me down south oh i ain't with my girl thought was my world it came out to be that she wasn't the girl for me see it's very divine girl you're one of a kind but you must up my mind you ought to get declined oh lord my baby's driving me crazy you're way too beautiful girl that's all that i had for this week thank you guys for listening i really appreciate it until next time baby bye 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 bye